In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your very special host. I'm Andy. I'm a little teeny weeny baby dragon, and I make a noise like "eh." And I'm Evan. <laughs> I'm medieval Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'm Ronnie. Oh yeah, that's a thing that cool. happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can, if you can tell by those introductions, ending pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted for a single season. We're currently covering the Polish version of The Witcher from the year of our Lord, 2002. But before we get into that, I've got a bit. What's the bit? What's the bit, Andy? So, Harry Potter has Hogwarts houses, which are essentially your fantasy horoscope. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a bunch of other properties have their same exact version of the same thing. Sure. So, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender has, you know, what sort of bender would you be? Uh, Percy Jackson has what sort of God fucked your parent? I don't know anything about Percy Jackson, to be honest. (laughs) We we have never consumed a Percy Jackson property, so I cannot confirm or deny if that's a thing but, in the Percy Jackson but, universe. But you know, like other 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 fantasy adjacent things have like their sure. their version sure. of the horoscope. So the Witcher has eight Witcher schools. What? And they're they're basically what is your Witcher Sona horoscope. And I thought it would be fun if we sorted each other. And so I took like Four sentence notes on each of the schools, which I can run through, and then we can say which witcher school would each other be. Okay, is that fun? Okay, but that, do it uh, real fast. Real fun. We need like we need I like know, one they're... sentence for each. Okay, of school the bear is they they like to be alone. They hang out with dwarves and gnomes. They hang out with the school the wolf, and they're slow and heavily armored. School the cat, rather than suppressing their emotions their mutations enhance them they're into courtly intrigue and murder and everyone hated them and so they all got murdered school of the manticore is from a dlc that just came out and all that's known about them is they have cool armor you skipped school of the crane oh school of the crane little is known about them except they specialize in fighting flying and underwater monsters and they have a fucking gun there's their weapon of choice is gun (laughs) Witcher gun. School of the Griffin. Uh, They're the magic school. They're like real into the Witcher signs. And they got wiped out by an avalanche like fucking dummies. School of the Viper. uh, They have two daggers like a snake. Fangs. Snake because everyone knows snakes have two daggers. Uh, They specialize in stealth and subterfuge. And an army tried to recruit them and they said, fuck the police. And they got wiped out. And then School of the Wolf is the best witcher schools. They're the best witchers. They're the most professional. They have a stellar track record. And they're the best, most well-regarded best witchers ever. (laughs) So they're Gryffindor. I was going to say, sounds... Okay. Okay. That society is deeming them that, not Andy is deeming them that. No, no. None of this is Andy's opinion. That was just what 
uh, like I watched three YouTube videos breaking <laughs> down the Witcher schools and read an article on a, a video game website. Gotcha. Gotcha. And those were my notes. So what what Witcher school would would everyone be? Snick. Or is it, is it more fun if we pick for each other, or do we just want to say for I ourselves? I think probably for each other, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pick, pick our own, and like then we can pick for each other. How about that? Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go first. I'm going to say I think Ronnie would be School of the Bear. Ah. Because I think you're, like, well defended. I think, like, you take good care of yourself, and your family and uh you're you're kind of isolated from Evan and I so it kind of feels like you're off by yourself sure because we sure, record together yeah. and you record separately um Evan um I'm gonna say School of the Manticore for you oh yeah yeah uh I think fucking rad armor like you're a very good dresser like you mm-hmm. dress very well and while not it's not known the armor has like a lot of alchemy slots on it and uh like you're constantly like crafting and it people think are theorizing that maybe that school specialized in alchemy and i, and I could I feel like you're a crafter i'm gonna go ahead and agree with that for evan with the manticore because also very little is known about evan evan sitting yeah. sitting inside the ivory tower just you know making tea and petting kitties and just saying hmm there's many mysteries here yeah, I facilitate the notion that I am mysterious by just standing in the corner and not saying anything and looking very cool. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say the the. So wait, it it's the manticore, the crane, the bear, the viper, the wolf. Ronnie, are you picking up this train audio we that we getting, just have? We're getting a lot of train Getting action. some train content? We are getting some strong train content, and I do Ooh. apologize. There have been, like, three trains on, like, some kind of chugga, rapid kamikaze schedule. It's, it's fucking hot, so we opened all the windows, and now it's just, like, all the trains are like, oh, are you recording? All <laughs> aboard if you're going to podcast. <laughs> um, so, basically, you both are the school of the train. <laughs> um, no, crane, manticore. What am I missing? Viper, cat. cat. Uh, Split. Tell me about the cat again. Griffin, and the, the Griffin. Yeah, there's too many. School of the there's cat. So they're many. the assholes. They're like they're into that. courtly intrigue and assassinations and like politics. Ooh. And Ooh. everyone very very Orlesian. Everyone just agreed that like fuck these assholes and murdered all of them. Hmm. And then uh. Griffin is, uh, like Griffin McElroy, it's like the magic school. Sure. How he sure. just creates magical worlds of delight. Right, yeah. Yeah. Of delight and, and wonder. Uh, and they all got killed by an avalanche, like fucking morons. Right, right. Um, sounds like all these, all these, uh, schools went out like fucking chumps. Pretty much all of them got wiped out. Other the than the wolf, because the they're great. Because they're just the coolest and the best. That's what yeah. he said. It's like they were they overwhelmed just, by how cool they were. How, how rad. Andy, I don't want you to take this personally um, as I decide this personality test for you. Um, but I think you might be the school of cat. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I just think yeah. that, you know, you, you, could, you could certainly, if there is one of those schools where you could, like, 
be the absolute top fucking dog or cat, I guess <laughs> it would be the school of the cat. Uh, I, I would definitely be down for the, the butthole cut school of the cat. That was a thing, right? The, the butthole cut. <laughs> Ooh, that took me a minute, but yes, very to, good. Very cats, good. Yeah, the cats yeah. movie. You're trying to make Absolutely. it timely. Cats the railroad cat. Okay. The railroad cat. Hey, it brings it back to trains. Bring it back to cats. That song was the only good one. The railway cat song. It, um, you got to sort Ronnie and yeah, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, I was tempted to say. I was tempted to agree with Andy and say that Ronnie is School of the Bear, but I like School of the Crane better because cranes are cool. Cranes are cool. Cranes are very, uh, like, elegant and, like, clever. Mm. So. I just, I find the School of the Crane hilarious because all of the Witcher schools was like, they specialize in this weapon. They specialize in this weapon. They specialize in this type of armor. And School of the Crane was like, they have fucking Glocks. They just got these witcher guns it's an extremely practical weapon like if you if in the universe guns have been invented there's no reason not to use gun Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. single fight is Geralt like having this long drawn out sword battle with this monster and then like Indiana Jones school of the crane just like takes out their pistol yeah Yeah, I uh I gotta say you're just prepared Ronnie I guess so this whole like nightly etiquette thing is what throws me off about the bear. I feel like that's too old fashioned for Ronnie. That's too stuffy for Ronnie. That's I fair. hate tradition. I hate yeah. tradition more than anything probably in the world. Also, uh, bears are like buddies with the wolf school and the wolf school is all like twits as we have decided. Right. Um, and that would be like if there's like how there's the Starks in Game of Thrones and the Car Starks. That would be like if there were Gryffindors and Car Gryffindors of just like people who <laughs> suck up to Gryffindors. Yeah. Well, no, I just feel bad that I said Ronnie was a bear. No, I love it. I love it. But Evan brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. Evan brings up a good point that Andy's whole opinion sucks. No, it's I love okay. it. I love it. I'm a bear crane. Yeah. Um, I, I am going to agree that I think Andy would be school of the cat. You would love yeah. all that catty bitchy nonsense. You love it. You love it. You, you slurp that up with a straw. I mm. should probably talk to my therapist about how much I love being hated. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably something about that that like you I need to sort You don't have a therapist. Out. You need to find a therapist. No, first. I need to get another therapist. Yeah. I'm working on finding a therapist myself. Quarantine, oh, y'all. Let's go together. Yeah. Let's, let's, let me tell you. Can help. we do we that? Can do Is that, that. allowed? I, yeah. it's, Andy, you have health insurance now. So. I do have health insurance Hooray! now. Well, I mean, you had health insurance before, but... Um, so There's, does everyone want to sort themselves, or is this bit done? Snack. I, I, like, snack. I, I think I like bear. I like crane. I just feel uncomfortable about the whole gun thing. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a real begrudging crane. I'm just like, you don't, don't fight me. Don't fight. Okay, fine. They do wanna. have scuba armor. Scuba armor? Like a, yeah, like they an have old-fashioned old diver, dude? I'm assuming it's just like a bucket, a rope, and some like rocks. <laughs> but, that was the original scuba gear. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what I would be. I think School of the Cat is pretty on the nose. I, I just am so tickled by School of the Crane, though. 
uh, that they only fight flying and underwater monsters too cracks me up. Yeah, like, Witcher, <laughs> Witcher, please save us. Our town is overrun by werewolves. And they're like, look, no wings, no gills. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. You want to get out what? of catapult, get out of trebuchet, make that werewolf fly through the air. I'm on it. I'm doing it. But until then. Also, what extremely varying terrains. Yeah. Sky and sky and water. Because well, it to, could to, not could not require two more different sets of equipment. Frankly. I think they're like located on like a a like coastal cliff area, like their school. So I can see how like there's a lot of flying beasties around. Maybe you know, it like seagulls. Like whoever was writing this tried too Just, hard to make it thematic. Yeah, like water and air because mm-hmm. the cranes. Mm-hmm. Also, how's the gun work underwater? It doesn't. That's fair. Yeah, That's valid. Maybe I mean, they the, say they fight underwater creatures, but like every single time one of the witchers goes after one, they die. And I mean, that's yeah, why the they're gun, not around anymore. The gun definitely makes sense for the, the air creatures. If you've invented a gun, it would make sense that you're the guys everyone goes to for like the flying creatures that are dive bombing your town or whatever. I want to see my boy Geralt with his sword just be like running off a cliff, like, gotta get that flying dragon. <laughs> And then it was looking like we should invent guns. <laughs> Speaking of dragons, we should probably talk let's about talk about this show. Yeah, there's so much to talk about about this show, y'all. Uh huh. Do we do a, like a did it work thing? Is that how we do this show? I do a summary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, summary. I think, okay. Yeah. First, Evan has to do, and Evan, I'm gonna usually I am very uh, reasonable when it comes to you reading the. Uh, review the the synopsis off of like Wikipedia or something like that. I haven't I'm, been reading these ones off of anything. Sure, good. Well, even more so than your normal one, I'm going to need you to literally recap every frame of this show <laughs> so I can know what was real and what was a fever dream that I just <laughs> slipped into during certain points. Okay, I'll do my best. I'm not going to be able to get into that granular of detail at this juncture, but we will go into additional detail as we discuss the episodes. How's fair that? Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Um, episode four is entitled The Dragon, and as you might expect, it's about a dragon. So there's this dude, and he uh, approaches Geralt in a... Uh, does he approach him in a tavern? I don't remember. He approaches Geralt... And he's got these two uh, ladies wearing, like, jaguar pelts. And he's like, hey, what up? I hear you love dragons. You want to come with me on a dragon hunt? Uh, These are my two sexy lady friends. They're going to be naked a lot. Uh, And Geralt's like, I don't really want to kill any dragons. That's not my deal. I love dragons. I think they're beautiful. I have little statues of dragons from the mall in my bedroom. I love dragons a lot. And he's like, but this will be dope. We're going to go on a dragon hunt. Trust me, it'll be cool. You'll you'll have lots to do. And Geralt's like, yeah, okay. All right, whatever. And so him and Yennefer is there. Yennefer turns up on this dragon hunt. The whole party gets gathered for this dragon hunt. Not just Geralt's friends, but there's like some, what I assume this show intends to be dwarves and mm-hmm. like a bunch of knights and, like, uh, a minor noble of some kind. Dandelion's back. Yeah, I was just about to oh, say. Uh, Yennefer turns up, and Dandelion turns up, and they're all like, dragon hunt, dragon hunt, dragon hunt. 
And I so do, this, um, I feel like uh, to 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 like put a fine point on it. I feel like this episode is as if uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron came out immediately following Iron Man one. Just all these all these people just pop up that are like best friends. And yeah. it's just like, okay, I guess I guess we all know each other. That's fine. Yeah. Let's go on a let's go on a major adventure. <laughs> I guess yeah. we'll figure out who everyone is later. That's that is correct, Ronnie. Uh we did not have any context at this point for who Yennefer and uh Dandelion and are. And, and, there and is a <laughs> there is a quick flashback to quote unquote context. But it is just a Hurt Comfort fan fiction where Geralt is hurt for some reason that is not explained and Yennefer um, tends his wounds and fucks him. And that's like, that's the explanation for how they know each other. I mean, we could have done that in like, you know, he could have just said that like, oh yeah, I was hurt once and then we fucked. But no, there's a whole flashback with graphic nudity. Um... Yeah, so the the guy from the beginning, Borsch is his Borsch. name? Borsch. Borsch. Um, he comes with them on the dragon hunt, and he's like, yep, totally here for a dragon hunt, no other reason. Um, so the party comes along, and they encounter the dragon, and it's terrible, I just want to say. <laughs> they did a very bad job with this dragon. It's a big CGI dragon. Uh... And the long and short of it is, it's like Borsch and his lady friends morph into the dragon and then can like unmorph out of dragon form. Like the whole party's like fighting the dragon, but like kind of badly. And like when when the party threatens the dragon, the dragon just morphs back into Borsch and his two lady friends. And then there's a little baby dragon running around and Yennefer's like, we got to save the baby dragon. And they save the baby dragon and run off from the dragon hunting party. And uh, like Borsch encounters them later and he's like, by the way, yeah, I'm totally a dragon. And I turned up to kind of like thwart this dragon hunting mission because I wanted to save this baby dragon. You guys help me save the baby dragon. And that's exactly why I brought you along because I knew you were horny for dragons Thanks for helping me save this little baby dragon. Peace. I'm out. I'm out of 5,000. Bye. Um, that's the end of that episode. Uh, episode five is called A Shard of Ice. And uh, Geralt is in this town. He's hanging out with Yennefer. And in this town, the local official is sanctioning a kind of like domestic terror campaign against the elves in this town and they have been like driven underground by like police violence essentially and uh like Geralt and Yennefer and Yaskier who are uh, I mean Dandelion he's called Dandelion in this um the three of them are kind of like caught up in the like intrigue that's happening because they are sympathetic to the elves and they kind of like don't want to let all these elves get murdered. And so they're like kind of trying to help and therefore kind of become targeted by the like police violence in this town. But the primary subplot is uh, Geralt and Yennefer's relationship and also to a lesser extent Geralt and uh, Dandelion's relationship because uh there's like this wizard guy and Yennefer 
is like engaged to him or whatever. And this wizard guy is like, Geralt, I know you're fucking Yennefer, so you gotta piss off or I'm gonna have to kill you because like she's just gonna keep fucking you and I'm I'm not chill with that. We have a good thing going, me and Yennefer, and you gotta break up with her or you gotta like skip town. Like we're not this isn't gonna work out. And so like there's all this like relationship drama between like Geralt and Yennefer and this wizard guy that Yennefer is also banging and I guess is engaged to. And uh, Dandelion's just like, you really need to like get rid of that woman, like just break up with her and date me and we'll go off like adventuring together. It'll be great. Like we won't have any responsibilities. Uh, Like I like you as a person, Geralt. I value you. Uh, Let's just hang out. Let's just piss off out of this town and like we'll date. And Geralt's like, mm, I like you a lot, but uh, I'm 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 real fixated on this pussy. So uh, he like fights this guy's minions, and then is like, I'm not gonna fight over Yennefer. And then they're like, No, but we have to kill you because this isn't gonna end any other way. And he's like, God damn it! And then he has to kill them. And then he's like, I don't want I don't want to date Yennefer anyway. Bye. And he leaves town. Uh, that's basically that episode. Episode six is entitled Calanthe, and it's, uh, so Calanthe is the queen of Sintra, and I happen to know this because I know about Witcher stuff, and Pavetta is her daughter, and Pavetta has, like, magical powers that are, like, not well understood by the people in her life, and she's not, like, trained how to use them or whatever, and so the the royals are like trying to like hide this, trying to repress all this stuff. And uh Pavetta keeps getting like a weird visitor in the night, and Calanthe's freaked out by it, and so she's like she meets uh um Geralt on, yeah, on the on the road somewhere. And she's like, hey, maybe you can deal with this weird thing that keeps happening where this, like, dude keeps coming to, like, visit my daughter and it's weird. And uh, he's like, sure, fine, whatever. And so this dude uh, is Sonic the Hedgehog. He's Sonic! (laughs) This guy is Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, They call him the Hedgehog Knight, and he's a weird rat man, Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, every, every... Day of his life, except the span of time between midnight and sunrise, I guess. he Every time other than that, he's a hedgehogman. He's a hedgehog man. And uh, he's like, well, I have a right to come visit Pavetta because remember that law of surprise thing that that happened to you? That happened to me also. Like her, her I saved her dad's life and he did me a law of surprise and like... The thing, the surprise, was that Pavetta was born. Which would make him quite a bit older than her, which is weird. But anyway, um, so there's this, like, ball where they're gonna, like, pick a, a suitor for Pavetta. And he turns up and he's like, I have the law of surprise thing. And also, coincidentally, that'll break my curse. So I really need to cash in on this thing with Pavetta, and Pavetta's like, I'm fine with it, actually. 
And so that's how Calanthe's mad about it. And they like still try to get this dude killed. But, um, yeah, Pavetta's fine with it. So she and the hedgehog Pavetta is get, fine with it. Cause they've already fucked. They have already fucked. Yeah. She's already into the, the hedgehogman mm-hmm. hedgehogman hedgehogman. Yeah. And also like they get married and it breaks his hedgehog curse, which was ill-defined. This Fiona. It was Princess Fiona. <laughs> yeah, it was a Princess reverse. Fiona situation. There was a lot happening so in this much. episode, especially that we did not get into yet. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh gosh, boy. I, I, I really want this to be concise, um, and I'm letting you all know now, if you're listening, it's not going to be. Uh, no, there's... there's a lot to cover here, and a lot, that my, I put in my notes that like, the Witcher writers here must have been like a competition of like how soon in the episode can we make the audience say, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and they yeah. did good. They did a good job. I was very early in every episode. Um, so uh, we watched three episodes of The Witcher. Uh, hey, Andy. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, these three episodes, did they work for you? Oh boy, um, I know we have like this whole thing where Evan hates everything and Ronnie loves everything and Andy's always on the fence and I loved the dragon. I loved the first episode we watched. I thought it was significantly better than the Netflix version of it. I thought there were bits that were better, but we'll... No, even the dragon was better. I love this terrible bad dragon <laughs> that they made. They did <laughs> lean to, like, it wasn't like... In some episodes where it's kind of like an over the shoulder or like, we're no, trying they to just showed things. the whole thing. It was just like, nope, we did. We did it. Be proud of us. Look at this big, beautiful <laughs> dragon. That it was basically Shogdar. It was yeah. very bad. Yeah. Uh, I thought a shard of ice was kind of boring, but had a couple moments that were great. And then. Calanthe, Calanth, Calanthe. Was garbage, which is so bad. So I don't even know where I land because, like, I loved the dragon. I hated Calanthe. 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 I'm going to get it eventually. And I thought a shard of ice was just fine. So. Eh. <laughs> I like how you start off qualifying. Like, I know typically we have this thing where I'm kind of on the fence. Here's Here's a real twist. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence, yeah. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. It's great. This show's phenomenal. <laughs> I changed my mind. This show's great. It's working. Hey, hey Evan. Yes, Ronnie. Three episodes of <clears throat> Poland's The Witcher. Uh, did did they work for you? Uh, overall, no, not really. But it has been a really fascinating experience to watch this and compare it to the other Witcher things that I know. So I, I do have some positive opinions about some of the things in here. But overall, yeah, they're definitely they're definitely struggling. So I'm, I I can't say that it worked. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Are these hey, yeah. Uh, are these three episodes working for you? So here's the thing. I'm like certainly enjoying the experience that's where I'm at watching it but I don't think it's good and I'm also in this world where like we talked about it last time every single episode should be like 
half an hour shorter. Like there, there's, there's no need for these episodes to be this long. Um, but also I'm just like, for one thing, I'm just like perplexed by almost everything. I'm very confused all the time. And on another hand, I'm very concerned that I'm going to watch the Witcher Netflix at some point. And based on what y'all just said, there are things that I'm going to be like, nah, the Polish Witcher got it better than this. <laughs> Come back to my only, side, Ronnie. Come back to my side. So only, I'm, I would say only very specific things. But yeah, I do have some comparisons. To I'm make. just like, if I'm going to watch Henry Cavill up here doing his thing and I'm like, nah, that one show that we watched where I was like literally having a fever dream he did a better job at this particular segment. I, I, I do not think it is working. Uh, these three episodes, at least. Um, yeah, uh, I, I do. I do appreciate the dragon. I did. I did appreciate that. But I just we, we can we can talk about it more. But Black the, Donnelly's it, all over again. I am just very lost in the Witcher weeds. Um, but we can talk more about that. Good, good Witcher weed. Um, right after these uh, messages from Lunar Light Studio. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you through the haze of pollution. It appears that you, like many people, are gripped in the fear of ongoing environmental collapse, global pandemic, and the increasing militancy of right-wing extremists within mainstream liberal politics. Good! That means you're paying attention. Now I know it may feel hopeless, but I'm not worried. Do you want to know why? Is it the immortal and beautiful science of Marxism-Leninism which will give rise to a new world order of peace and tranquility? Listen, I'm trying to spread a message of hope here. You don't have to be rude about it. I get that, and you're valid. But I think the time for coy, tongue-in-cheek comedy routines about our current political climate and climate climate has come and gone. Wait. Do you mean... Welcome to Comradical, the propaganda machine designed specifically for your liberation. Yes! We're doing it! We're Comradical, and we're here to teach you what socialism, communism, and other leftist ideologies can do for you. And how you can use them to help yourself and those you love. Let's save the world, people! And as always, seize the means. Stay comradical. I'm still here. I'm just seeing, seeing out if you'll go back to it. Okay. It's definitely not like the, the melody of that. Yeah. <laughs> I nailed it. Got it in one. All right. Let's, let's, let's call talk. me dandelion. Ooh, Dandelion. Oh is that what Jaskier means? Yeah. It, okay. In Polish, like the literal translation is actually buttercup. Like if we're talking uh-huh. actual flowers. But I guess. So 
this is, I don't, I don't know if you care to leave this in, Ronnie. This is a little in the weeds, but I'm fascinated to know. Ah, in the weeds. Because it's dandelions. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm fascinated to know if in the Polish language, Jaskier is like a silly word. You know, like buttercup is a very silly word to us in English. Right. But, but names like rose or... Right. Daisy are not like those are people names that people have. You know what I mean? I'm very curious to know if the name was meant to be silly. I think it's meant to be a little bit like whimsical because he's a bard, you know, but I'm not sure exactly. These are the most we need housemate Kim, don't we? Yeah, Kim doesn't know. We've had this discussion. Uh, Kim Kim doesn't speak Polish. Kim needs to call uh, their Polish mother who they don't talk to. Yeah. Mm. Kim's mother does like Polish is her first language, so she would know. But sure. uh yeah, we're not yeah, nah, we don't yeah, need yeah. to do that. We don't yeah, need no. to bring yeah. in No, that we don't need energy. to know that bad. Three uh, episodes of The Witcher. Yeah. Um what worked for us? So much. Okay. Uh, Go on. <laughs> so, in in the dragon episode of Netflix Witcher, uh, the dragon man is just kind of boring. He's just like this old dude who like has vague like big hunting vibes, uh, like big game hunter vibes, and is you talking just, about Borsh? Yeah, Borsh. Mm, okay, and he and he's. He's just kind of, like, old, and there's not much there. Borsh in this is great. Like, he and Geralt have some sexual energy going between them, I felt like. And he's just, like, a much more likable character in this. Like, he's more of a character in this. Yeah, he, he's kind of charming, and he he feels like a knight, like he's got some nobility to him. And he likes drinking, and he likes eating, and he's just here to have a grand old time and to take a bath with Jerry and uh, he's gonna fuck these two women in like Halloween store cave woman <laughs> Flintstones yeah, it costumes. Was bad. It was yeah. real bad. I kept thinking of Carol Baskin's husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is exactly the level of costuming sophistication. Not the one have. that she killed and fed to the tigers but the one that she Married and put on a fucking chain uh, in their wedding album. Uh, anyway, uh, this dude's just, like, real good. He, he's mu- he's much better than the Netflix version. I did like him, but with everybody in this episode, I just didn't understand where they came f- where they came from or why they were there. And yeah. so that, yeah, I, that's, that's where I struggled with this episode. I imagine if you did not know who some of these characters were, but you knew, like, Yennefer and Dandelion, you'd be like, oh, well, I know those two are big time right. Witcher characters. This famous dragon hunter who they introduce, is he a big deal? Should I be paying attention to him? And this dwarf leader, should I be, is he a big deal? Should I be paying attention? Right. Like, like, I, like I, I, I didn't know who, I didn't know Jeskier by Jeskier's name. And I, I knew the name Yennefer, but I knew nothing about Yennefer. So mm-hmm. like when I heard Yennefer, I was like, I know that this person is important and then i got a you know real in-depth long long uh <laughs> flashback of them fucking and i was like mm-hmm. okay this is important uh and i and yes gear had the loot so like i was like oh it must be the bard um but like again 
I know that from Witcher, from like cultural osmosis, not because this show is like, hey, these people are important and worthy of your attention. Come along with us. Yeah, they introduce a lot of like side characters in this episode who uh, like end up not being important. Like this famous dragon hunter they introduce, uh, he gets fucking wrecked (laughs) by this dragon using tail whip, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, which was great. Yeah, I I agree with Andy. I did like Borsch in this episode, but I don't know if it's like fair to compare this to the Netflix Witcher. Um, I I do think he was more interesting. He was more of a character. They did a much better job in this one of bothering to bring up that uh, Geralt is like famously pro dragon. They didn't really do that in the Netflix Witcher show. They had like Oof. a. Fr- they had a, a throwaway line where he was like, yeah, I don't kill dragons or whatever. But in this one, <laughs> Geralt just like fangirls about dragons. My he talks- man wants to fuck a dragon. He does. So yeah, he, does. he almost gets to. He took a was bath a, with one. He took one. a bath with a, a dragon. bath. Yeah. He, and which is part of like my issue is like we spent 10 minutes with like him and, and Borsch talking about how much he just loves the curves of a dragon's like butt and <laughs> and then we see Jeskier and, and we're at the one like the post where they're like you can't come through only dragon hunters come through and then he explains to them why like it's just like I, I love that we know that Geralt loves dragons but we just don't know anything else in this episode <laughs> yeah um and I do the other thing I liked about uh Borsch is at the end that line he delivers where he's like he he explains that he's like made it his mission in life in life to be a witcher but for the monsters. I I like that. That I was just, really good shit. That wasn't in the in the Netflix version and I just really like that characterization that he's it's not just him choosing to save this baby dragon specifically because in again this isn't explained well or potentially at all in the polish version but like he's saving his own baby like at least in the in the short story that's what the deal is like he's gone on this dragon hunt because like he's got a egg slash baby dragon out here somewhere and he doesn't want them to get it so he's like defending this baby dragon and like that's his personal investment in this, but I like this sort of line that he delivers about him, ha- like being that he is this like powerful dragon who can shape shift into a human. Like he's he's the Witcher, but for monsters, he's like defending mm-hmm. monsters from from humans that deserve it. And he's protecting yeah. ones that deserve it. Yeah, I just like that. I just like that angle. Yeah, he kind of feels like 007. Like he's like this sexy kind of suave noble who is in disguise and he's here to like protect the monsters that can't protect themselves from from people and i i was real into borsch and just like Geralt is Geralt is real into dragons i was into borsch uh also the cgi dragon was it a little bit better than the netflix dragon yes was it meaningfully better than the netflix dragon no no, no, it wasn't. Oh, it's it's remarkably bad. Yeah, the but Netflix it's... dragon is is like sh- sh- 
surprisingly bad considering the budget. This dragon was so fucking ripped. This <laughs> dragon has never missed a day at the gym. This zoo tycoon motherfucker looking dragon. Like it was it, it would be one thing like again. It would be one thing if, like, we saw, like, a wing or we saw, like, a tail or an eye. It's just like, no, we look over the cliff and there is just a, like, superimposed, like... <laughs> they could have had it in a cave with, or... like, its fire breath, you know, occasionally mm-hmm, illuminating mm-hmm. it or some torchlight illuminating it. But no, they were like, no, we're going to put this... For it. We're going to put this, this in broad... Model. Yeah. We're going to put this in broad daylight in the middle of an open field, and all you'll be able to see is mm-hmm. every single muscle. Yes. Yes. They, like hide every practical effect they can they put this one front and center they were proud as fuck of this and i am and i'm proud of them good on you (laughs) animators of the witcher from poland they could have with more discretion done much better with this dragon as far as like we're hiding the silhouette that they did in the sky as it's flying over looked great (laughs) like that looked fine anyway uh, we're not in negatives we're in positives um episode five the camera work on episode five was substantially better than any episode has been thus far. And I, I guess I'm like a little biased because the camera work in other parts of the show has not been great, but I suddenly noticed a significant jump in the quality of like the cinematography. Things were in frame. There was more than the camera like followed the characters as they moved through scenes. There was more than just shot reverse shot. Yeah. Um, they yeah they they had a rig that the camera was on also this is the episode from whence they lifted that intro scene the one with the the tentacles and like the lake monster the -hmm. one that we thought was surprisingly good um that was that's a scene in this episode there's a longer scene in this episode into which that slots and which uh, is which is which i will say it's a little weird like, yeah, like, it, it like did they, throw they, me for a second. I thought we started they, the wrong episode. They start off this episode. I, I just think it's weird. Like Andy, you had talked last time about like the timing and 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 how if if the Mandalorian started with the opening scene and then went to like Baby Mandalorian, it would be weird. Like it was weird that like this was the scene they chose that really showcased how awesome and powerful the Witcher is. And then when we get to the actual episode, it's just like the Witcher going back to his girlfriend and her being like, damn, you smell like swamp. Get the fuck out of here. Like (laughs) just really takes away the power from what was going on. Yeah. It's not really an epic moment, but it is like the camera. I really appreciated how much better this episode looked overall. I I like seeing it again. I I like seeing it again because it gave me a better understanding now that I've seen a little bit of Witcher in action. I really loved Yaskir in this episode. I loved the relationship yeah. between Geralt and Dandelion and it's uh, like just very clear that they have a respectful friendship and value each other and uh, Dandelion is like trying to encourage him to make the right decisions and to get out of this toxic relationship and uh, Geralt is like trying to give Yaskir like a place to crash and he gets real pissed when his like emotionally abusive girlfriend kicks out his friend and shit like it's 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 a weird wild episode but I liked their relationship mm-hmm. I love how on on this show the Witcher Geralt who lives in a world of magic understands magic I think about as well as I do in this world <laughs> 
um, in the in episode four, he says something that he's like, he's like, oh, you're a wizard. Like, get, just cast a spell, like, which is something I would say to like <laughs> a magic user. And then we this said episode, that out loud as that was happening. <laughs> yeah. In this episode, it's like um, it's some like he says something like, couldn't you have just hit me with lightning? Like. Like you really have just like a base understanding of like of elemental magic, I guess, and what it can do. But he's he's really I think that's I have later in my notes like we have had so many golden boy protagonists, like just like the perfect, you know, very much school of the wolf esque protagonists Mm -hmm. um, can't do anything wrong. And Geralt is is certainly in league with them. But it doesn't annoy me in the way that like Wolverine and the vampire guy did on Moonlight. Like, and I think it's just because he's he's kind of dumb and he's kind of just like a child. <laughs> he's a himbo. <laughs> he's a total himbo. Like, I think that's why I'm like on board with it because he's just like, yes, my wizard cast a spell, and it's like, what? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> This Wizard is, girlfriend. This is from the next episode, uh, but like Evan and I and Kim, our housemate, we watched the show together, and the line, uh, like it's stated super casually, but like matter of fact that everyone knows this of virgins can't do magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course like, you can't do magic, you virgin. It was. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, unless you get your dick wet, you can't do magic. I was just Ugh. like, what the fuck? And I love uh, how everyone knows that except for the queen, and the queens look around yeah. like, what, what? And everyone's like, yeah, we knew, but we didn't want to say anything. Like, <laughs> they're trying to figure so, out who the wizard is, and they're like, oh, well, it can't be her, because everyone knows virgins can't do magic, and she's a virgin. And, like, they just move on after that. And I was like, <laughs> wait, is that a fucking thing? Incidentally... It's it's not. It's a it's like a, like a superstition because magic is not super common. Like uh, people people who can do magic are very very rare. So it is a common belief amongst like regular people that virgins can't do magic, but it's not true. It, like in Witcher lore, and that's not explained well in the show. That's just a fun factorino for you. Here's a question I have, um, and this might be what. I have in my notes that this might just be like a translation thing, mm-hmm. but like they speak about things in terms of like biology mm-hmm. very, very plainly with like modern so language. Weird. Like they I talk about like a little bit more eloquent, I guess, like, like and, and or, or like whimsical and not just so like scientific and like, oh, well, you know, your semen is not effective. Like <laughs> that's what um, it feels like to me. An interesting thing about The Witcher as a, like, media property is that the author seems to have been very, like, interested in science, and so there is quite a bit of that, like, sort of extremely not high fantasy, like, level of scientific understanding. Like, in The Witcher universe, their understanding of things like genetics and... Uh, well, not genetics, I guess. They don't have, like, microscopes. But their understanding of, like, heritability and, like, evolution and mutation. Like, they have binomial nomenclature for mm-hmm. for animals, like, in the Witcher universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
Uh, they seem to have like a handle on like the germ theory of disease and they have like, like women can be doctors and they go to medical school to be doctors in the Witcher. You know what I mean? So the, I actually like that about the Witcher as a property. And I, I don't think that it's done super eloquently, like you said in this show, but I do like that the author has decided like, all right, I am going to use like the trappings of high fantasy. I'm going to have a high fantasy aesthetic, but I've just decided not to limit myself by like arbitrary fake history that doesn't exist in this alternate universe I have created. I want them to understand what germs are and I want them to understand like what evolution is and stuff like that. So that that is a thing that is in The Witcher. No, that makes sense. It's just like very again, it is it is kind of I don't want to like uh, give too much credit, but like it's kind of revolution. Like I just you, ha- you don't see it in mm-hmm. in like fantasy media. It is jarring, especially when you're reading it in a translation, because, of course, when it's you know, if it's uh, like the when the, the way the books are translated, they do it a, mm-hmm. a little bit more elegantly because they have multiple passes and multiple translators to look mm-hmm. at it and like in the English language TV show, obviously they're writing it in English for an English language audience. So like they just parse the language a little bit better, but yeah. Where were we? uh, uh, We were in positives. Any more positives? I I, I do have positives. I would kill for a dubs, not subs version of this show. Um, I like want to like do the voice acting and like just for future generations, um, for posterity. My my uh very uninformed assessment of The Witcher is come for the monsters, stay for the petty human bullshit. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. There's like two minutes of like a monster thing, and they're like, "Great, while you're here, settle this political discussion." Yeah. Yes, um, there's a lot of political shit. I actually like, and this is, like, not totally credited to the show, but I, I do like the, the shit that they're doing, the, the political intrigue with, like, the persecution of the elves and all that. Oh, yeah. That's that's and good. I, they're, they're hitting on something, uh, you know, deeper than... And I, I, I even like in episode four where they talk about kind of, like, the business of being a witcher. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, this guy kills dragons and this guy kills like this guy doesn't take money. And that's really bad for business. Like, Mm -hmm. no one wants to pay me for doing this kind of a service where like it also like strikes me that like I I would love to see the Witcher like posited as more of like a luxury service as opposed to just like this guy shows up, kill some monsters, because if this world is, like, so chock-a-block with monsters as, as, like, it seems to be, you would think people would be able to, like, dispatch the small ones without needing to pay for it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. A lot, of the, a lot of the sort of prejudice comes from just this cultural notion that witchering is, like, kind of a, kind of a undesirable, unclean profession Kind of like how uh, in medieval Europe, like an undertaker or something was a Mm -hmm. very like unclean, undesirable profession. Like it was super important. You had to remove dead bodies from the town and all that. 
but uh, nobody nobody wanted to be near that guy. Nobody wanted to give that guy money, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Does Does Witcher have a people sword and a monster sword? Yes. Is that what the two swords are? Yep. Oh, one sword just... is silver, which is like has special properties and is good for killing monsters, but is weak mm-hmm. uh, and like breaks easily. And then one sure. is steel to defend himself against. Gotcha. Humans. When he was when he was like supposed to be like fighting Sonic the Hedgehog at one point or whatever, he was like, "Oh, you better use the other sword for me because I'm actually a monster or something." And I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's why he's got two swords." Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I think we can uh negative time. We can we can we can switch over to negatives. Let's um, take a dump on the show. Oh boy. Uh I didn't one. understand one fucking thing in episode five. I didn't dislike episode five, but I like I could not follow who was fucking who and what was going on in the town and like it was supposed to be like these riots were happening but it was like six extras <laughs> and uh like and they just kept showing the same alley because they didn't have any fucking sets and it was who was in what building and what it was all very confusing also there's no context for um Jennifer and dandelion they just show up in episode five and they're like oh you're you're my buddies and like that's we just accept that now. We have no idea who they are or where they came from it, it, or what their deal is. It, and also well, there's there's so much like character work in episodes uh yeah, in episode 5 that might have been interesting if we had any background at all for like the relationship between uh Geralt and Yennefer. But we don't. Like they just turn up and they're in this very toxic relationship. And this is just something that we have to, like, get up to speed with instantly and then go on this rocky ride where they're, like, trying to figure their shit out and their, like, emotional problems and stuff. It really felt like Yennefer and Dandelion had a history and knew each other really well. And there's none of that. They showed up an episode ago and they didn't interact, like, at all. Like, Dandelion saved Yennefer's life, I guess. But, yeah, it just seemed like everyone knew each other and had this really long, involved history, but we as the audience was not privy to any of it. No, yeah, and and it's, it's, there was so much exposition, and literally, like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, Borscht. Like, I I knew nothing about Borscht. I did not know why Borscht was hanging around Geralt, like... It and I and again, I don't know that Geralt understood any of it because he he is a man child. Like he just the whole thing is like I don't know where we're going or why we're going there, and I don't think Geralt does either. And like that's it's fine. Um it it like Borsch at least was like seems to at least be like a one-off character or a character we'll return to. Yaskir and and Yennefer, like the, the we have new sidekicks here. And we mm-hmm. just treat it like, oh, my old friend, the Witcher. Like, what? Wh- what? Huh? I don't need to see all of it. I don't need to see all of it. But at least like, oh, yes, I know her and have like a wistful look so we can learn it later. But yes, yeah, was just like, ah, you try, guys trying to go up there, too? I'll, c- I'll come along with you. It was. Yeah. And it's it not being strange. 
it's not being used as a framing device or anything like that. It's not being like used cleverly. It's not like we're getting uh you know a, a gradual introduction to these characters. It's just it's kind of like dropped on us. But we that gotta- being said, it didn't like really hurt the dynamic between Geralt and and Jaskier in episode five. Like it like that was like one of the more powerful like cool dynamics to see and it and it you know would it have benefited from having a little bit more background in episode four maybe but you know i i think just like ramming it through and skipping over exposition may have paid off a little bit because i don't know that Um, was a good scene the context of the scene was Geralt was like I don't know how to deal with all these emotions that I'm having. I don't like witchers aren't supposed to have emotions. And uh, Dandelion's just like, hey, man, you got to be honest with yourself about what you're feeling. And you, you yeah. just got to you got to embrace all of these things that are that are natural to you as a person and not worry about what you're supposed to be feeling or how witchers are supposed to feel or whatever. And he was like, thanks, bro. And then they hugged. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say too, like Dandelion is typically a pretty boy like he is a, a a charismatic and attractive man who fucks a lot and uh i don't know i just kind of like that this guy is maybe not your typical version of what an attractive man would look like like he's uh kind of bigger and like has a bit of a belly and i guess something could be said that like oh well like men are not held to the same beauty standards as women and you can just, like, get away with that. But it's kind of nice to see, uh, you know, different body size portraying, like, the sort of s- sexy character. I don't think I he do had th- a lot of, like, I don't think he carried it off with his acting. I think it would have been fine if he'd been a little bit more, like, charismatic. Really? I didn't, I didn't quite buy it, yeah. I So I, I was going to say, I, I was going to say it, it seems like a casting issue because, like, I have not seen a male face on this show where I was like, ooh, other than Geralt. And that's like a totally different, like, you know, dynamic. Yeah, um, I mean, they're, they're, I think they had a very small casting pool. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm just but saying, I was, I was, it's, it's nice. I, I was going to say, I think that, like, I saw him and I was like, oh, this is just here. This is like, he kind of looks a little bit doughy in like, just not, not just like big, but like in kind of like, he looks like that kind of a person, just like a little bit of like a harumph kind of person but i, I was gonna say that the personality kind of won me over like i did i did buy in like i yeah, felt he's like kinda cheery yeah he, he, he was he was much much cuter to me by the end of episode five than he was at the beginning of episode four i didn't dislike him i just didn't i wasn't like captivated by him you hated him yeah jeez, <laughs> um, babe i want to um, take a quick i want to take a quick break from negatives and i want to talk about the feast that borscht and Geralt have at this tavern <laughs> based on these subtitles I have in front of me. Uh, the My man, uh, the bartender, recommends an eel with garlic and vinegar, which I could get down on that. That's a little unique, but probably, uh, you know, normal in, in the culture in, in Eastern Europe. I like eel. Uh, and then Borscht says, next the rafter soup, roast lamb with onion, then the crabs, put some <laughs> dill on it, and then sheep's cheese, a salad, and we'll see. Did this, this, did Borsch say I like when someone recommends eel? Did that happen, or did I imagine that? 
I don't remember. I, th- I think I screenshotted everything that was about food. I remember also, being like very tickled that he was like, oh, yes. When someone recommends eel, I like it. Yeah. That funny. sounds like something he would say. He was a he was a pretty, uh, you know. He, he had a he had a, a zippy personality. He finished he finishes his order with, oh, I forgot the mutton only for the two of us. The girls think of their figure. Which infers that the girls will be eating everything else, but the mutton is just a bit too much. Which, he's eating mutton, and he's eating roast lamb, which Mm -hmm. is mutton. (laughs) He's he's really doubling down. And the crabs. That was a little bit of a Baltimore shout out, uh, I I feel like. He is is a dragon, so. He is a dragon. I I guess, now that I'm reading this, it does make way more sense that he is a literal dragon. Mm -hmm. um, Who likes crabs. And put yeah. some dill on it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight out of the MD, you know? <laughs> mm, this is um, making me really hungry. I, I tweeted recently that I forgot that I have a lot of friends who are still in Southern Maryland. And somebody on Facebook just shared a status that says, looking to buy two dozen large males. Anyone selling lately? And they were, of course, talking about crabs. But... When you see it out of context, and it's just like looking to buy two dozen large males. <laughs> anyway, oh MD, oh the yeah. MD, yeah. Summed. This is just something in Southern Maryland, by the way, that that just people say, and everyone understands what they mean. Show the naked Witcher. Show yeah. his butt. Show his penis. We did get a butt, but we did not get the dick. We barely got a butt. It was, we got right. like it was, it was barely like in the butt. shadow. Evan and I recently um, binged Hollywood on Netflix and mm-hmm. like, yo, so much naked man There's action. so much male nudity. I was and, pleasantly surprised. I mean, granted, that show, that's kind of the point of that show, I guess. It's really like trying to subvert every trope. Um, but, but also like, I've never seen like male sex man-on-man sex in anything other than porn. And I was just very surprised that they, like, showed that and, like, got away with it. Like, that is typically extremely taboo. And uh, it kind of blew my mind. Good on good on you, Hollywood. Anyway, The Witcher. Um, the whole uh, Calanthe episode was a mess so bad real real weird don't know what's going on i don't i don't feel like i hated it as much as i definitely was confused but by the end of it i felt like i understood it a little bit better there were definitely parts to be fair though the netflix show did not do a like an incredible job i'm gonna disagree with you matter matter either i disliked the netflix dragon and liked netflix calante a lot and reverse it here. I love oh. the dragon here, and I hated Calanthe here. Oh, I I love Calanthe as a character in the Netflix show. That's not what I mean. No, I mean, I'm saying the episode. I liked that episode quite a bit. No, um, I didn't. I thought the 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 Hedgehog Knight thing was all a little bit like hammy and overblown in the Netflix version. Uh, I still thought it was better, but I, I didn't think it was I mean, great. It wasn't the strongest episode. It's Buck Wild here, like yeah. just just incomprehensible there were definitely parts of it that felt like were shot in 
like the fellowship hall of a local church and they yep. just threw some Renfair blankets yep. on some plastic tables. <laughs> Literally over some plastic lifetime foldable tables. I was I was like, I know that blanket. We ha- we hang it from the, the walls at LARP to, you know, hide the 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 light panels and shit. I was like, oh my god, this is bad. And then uh, a terrible action scene just real cheesy and and poorly Mm -hmm. poorly choreographed the hedgehog knight's armor is comical there is a subclass uh of i think barbarian in dnd 5e where you can only play it if you're a dwarf and it's because dwarves have this special armor that they cover in spikes and they like figured out how to like mosh pit fight in it. Yeah, that's from The Legend of Trist. There's a character in there who's very very famous for that. It's very dumb and very stupid <laughs> and very cheesy. Yeah. And it's, everyone, from, it's because it's and from Bob Salvatore's brain. That's good old why. Bobby. Yeah. And, and everyone makes fun of it. And that is literally what this hedgehog knight is wearing. He just has spikes sticking everywhere. And it's like, this, this dude can't sit. This dude is going to stab himself. The dude mm-hmm. looks like those cars from Mad Max, the 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 Volkswagens that have the the metal spikes all over them, just like that. Also, he has spikes on his like the front portion of his helmet that stick out on the left and right in such a way that they sort of look like whiskers, like they're meant to sort of look like whiskers, and it looks ridiculous. But they're battle spikes. It looks absolutely absurd. Well, it's, um, when we when we first see this character, it's because he's in the woods, like watching the daughter. I forget her name. Pavetta. Uh, pa- 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 Pavetta. 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 Parvati. Parvati Patel. Um, um, and like we see him like like shuffle away, and it looks very like Monty Python, just like here's this like very spiked. <laughs> Night just like clink, clink, clang, clink, clang away. I cannot stress how absurd this character looks. His makeup wasn't entirely terrible. It wasn't great. No. They tried their best, but the I thought that was I thought that was just fine when he took the helmet off. The suit of armor was so bad. Also, the dude. I don't know if this was intentional or not. Comes across as a real fucking sleazeball. Yeah, in, once in he becomes human again. In the Netflix show, he's extremely sympathetic, and it's very clear, like that Pavetta is genuinely in love with him, and like Calanthe just like goes off because Calanthe is uh much more pragmatic. I'm gonna say uh vicious in the Netflix show. She's much more absolutist, and she's like she's she's a. A warrior, like she's she has armor and she's yeah. very violent. Like, and she, she, like, is for the most part, like, wise in her decision making. But once she sets, once she like makes her mind up about something, like she will not have it any other way. So she decides that Dooney, the Hedgehog Knight, is a bad dude and a weirdo who's creeping on Pavetta, and she insists that like her dudes kill him, and like. We in the in the Netflix show, we the audience are like rooting for Dooney in this because like he's just like a sweet dude and him and Pavetta are in love and he's only claiming this law of surprise thing because it's the only way that he's ever going to be allowed to marry her. Um, in this, it's just like 
Well, yeah, I get the princess. <laughs> Sucks to be you. He's just a real sleazy, like, he, he comes across as very underhanded and uh, kind of conniving. And it's uncomfortable. Not to mention, like, Geralt gets raped. Yeah, I was yeah, really gonna, I graphically. Ta- I want to. I don't want to talk about this, but I want to talk about. Yeah, this. we yeah. kind of need to talk about it. Um, R- Ronnie's Ronnie's gonna get like horny on Maine for a second. I I, I love redheads. I I like them. And this redhead was here, and she was fired up, and she was all about it. And I was like, ooh, I'm you know. I don't like that this woman is like basically here of just like just pining after Geralt, but I am, you know, looking forward to hoping this is not an uncomfortable sex scene that well, there, definitely ends up between them. There's something and, to be said for a woman who like knows what she wants and isn't afraid to go after sure, it. Sure. And I so mean, like, it, yeah, like, I, the, get it, girl, this show, this but, show presents her because here's here's a question I have. Uh, in a second, who is she? Because I know nothing about her other than no she. Idea. I have no idea who she is. She okay, is, great. But she, she is here to show that women want to fuck Jerry. Right. And right. then it gets real dark real fast. Mm-hmm. Right. That is that is my my issue of just like she. I, I, I agree with you, Andy. Like I love a character who like is a woman who just like I ha, I use sex and I use sex for what I want and and it's no big thing at all. Love that. But a character who uses sex and that is their character is just, I am sex. I am the sex. Um, well, she like drugs him and he's like not fully conscious. Well, he's, he, he gets like uh, psychic attacked by Pavetta. And oh, he, right, right, right. He yeah, says, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says later, like, I almost like she almost killed me. So he is like on the brink of death. And this like girl who I was like, oh, that'll be like kind of cute. That'll be sexy comes up and it's like, no, no, stop. No. What are you doing? Stop. He like thinks that he like like uh, has like a vision that she is uh, Yennefer to which I was like, this isn't Yennefer, right? Like this is not Yennefer like in a, a disguise. It was not. Like that no. actually adds some like, you know, depth to what is going on here. And she rapes him and it's like bad. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't need to just it's just yeah, like it's real I, bad. I was, it was I was upset because the show made me like excited for this character the same way that like I, you were supposed to be titillated about the uh, woman servants to Borscht. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just like, nope, this is what's going to happen here. The and show I, did not seem to realize no, that this wasn't all. okay. Well, they even, they even bothered to have him bring it up later because she is like being flirtation, flirtatious with him later. And he's like, I didn't want to have sex with you. And she's like, teehee. Yeah, like they're at dinner sitting next to each other and you can like. Geralt is not happy that he's seated next to her and she's like teasing him and like reaching for him under the table. And he's like, no, I didn't want to do that last night. And like, this isn't going to happen. And the show like plays that for like a laugh. I wasn't quite sure if it was supposed to be funny, but they they definitely didn't. Like, first of all, they chose to put that in there. And second of all, like, I don't think they really like tackled that. No, it was... It, it was it was not the show was not making a statement of like sexual assault is horrific and can happen to men, too. 
the right. show was like trying sh- to say something about, I guess, Geralt or I think the show, which is which is kind of the way I feel about the uh, scene in episode four where Borshin and Geralt are in the bath. Like it, it just feels like they were like, we haven't he hasn't fucked anybody this episode. <laughs> Like, we, we haven't had anyone, like, try and fuck... Like, we need to work this in somehow. Where, like, that scene in episode four, it felt like... not It did not feel bad like this one does. It just felt like the most fan service thing of, like, we have two women, they are full frontal nudity, and Geralt's in a bathtub. We hit all the points. We hit every reason everyone is watching this show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I assume that there are men writing this show. Um, I, I think they were trying to. Sh- there have been how many baths has Geralt taken? This is th- three baths in six episodes. He's I think he's got to take lots of baths. He's a smelly <laughs> man. That is like a through line of episode <laughs> five is that he stinks so bad. I think they were trying to show that like Geralt is chased to some degree, or like he, he's, he's not driven he's, by horniness. He's driven by his but, heart. He loves and, women because and he he like he's obsessed I, I, yeah, with Jennifer know. or something and like but he also still fucks <laughs> like he's chaste and pure of heart but he also still fucks and they weren't yeah. sure how to do that so he's like weakened and kind of drugged and like having visions of his ex and this girl's mm-hmm. just gonna fuck him because look at how awesome he is. But it was it was horrific and uncomfortable and poorly handled and and what what, it was like wild like I understand that there is bad I understand that there is something of like you have your hand on a sword or you take your sword out you must like finish what you're like what is what is that because that's where like this all goes at the end where like this girl is telling him you have to kill him. And I don't know who she's talking about. And I don't know if it happened. Like she, like when she says like, put your hand under the table and it's like going to be another weird, like sex thing. His hand like finds the hilt of a sword under the table. And she's like, aha, now you have like drawn a sword basically. And now you must, you know, kill someone i don't know exactly what that is i i assume she was saying that like psychologically you clearly want to do it you know like that's that's what you're that's what you're made for because you're a witcher and you kill things that's that's what i was like interpreting that as but i and could, she wanted him and she wanted him to kill sonic uh i guess so i i don't know i i that's lost track it's of like <laughs> it's it's just like it it every she wanted aspect. him to kill someone for her i'm not quite exactly. sure who it was yeah and like it would nothing that they could do would excuse what had happened in that scene, but they made no attempt to like give her character anything like Mm -hmm. her, her, her reason for being on screen was solely to like basically come like just subvert his agency in every way. Get the titty quota, get the titty quota for this episode to, to like get him to, you know, have sex with her and then to kill somebody. And it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't play into the plot at all, really. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it it really it made me angry as a person who was titillated by what was going to happen. I was I was fully fully betrayed in a horny way by Polish Witcher. I'm sorry, Ronnie. I'm sorry that fan fiction got squick for you all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't. It, was, it made me yuck. It made me real yuck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. 
Yeah, uh, that's like a big part of my notes is just like, oh, no, no, stop. This isn't how I want this. Um, I you're going to have to explain a little bit about Yennefer to me, mm-hmm. um, because what I don't like about Yennefer is that she is basically Sam Raimi's Mary Jane or like Rachel in the Dark Knight trilogy, where it's just like she just wants to settle down like she like her her big reason she can't be with Geralt is because he can't like he's he's basically Superman like oh you I just want you to be here I don't want you to be out there saving everyone I want you to be here with me and start a family like it just is is that Yennefer um her so I'm not an expert on Yennefer uh I've read just the one book and her uh her like backstory in the show, as I understand, is quite a bit different from her backstory in the novels. Mm-hmm. So I don't know her like whole deal, but I know that like she and Geralt like have a history and they like kind of care for care for each other, but in like a weird dysfunctional way. Mm-hmm. And so they generally keep their distance from each other. I am like, which all of that I am cool with. Mm-hmm. I am like that, that like having a romantic aspect of the show is not something that I'm like, Oh no, he's just supposed to be a, a player. Like I, I'm super down with that, but it's the fact that like this super powerful, like everything about what we've been told about Yennefer is like, she is super powerful and she is domineering, but it seems like the show just wants her to be a housewife. Mm-hmm. And she's mad that like Geralt can't do that with her. But it's like, is that what, like, why do you want this? Like, it just, it feels very, very old fashioned to me mm-hmm. uh, the, in this, in the scene where there's like a love triangle. He's like, oh, I can give her a baby. And that's all she really wants. And it's like, that's all she wants. Really? The like fertility thing, like the, the Yennefer can't have kids thing is an element in both this show and the Netflix show. In the one book that I have read, it did ex- like as I understand in the Witcher universe, people who are like regular magic users just become like infertile over time because of magic use. Basically, this is just normal for everyone who's a magic user. And in the Netflix show, like Yennefer's quest for like a child seems to have a lot more to do with her need to like control everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that she really wants a kid that bad. It's just that she's mad that she can't like she can't right. have it all. And she's mad about that. Um, yeah, this this just feels so much like she wants Batman to, like, hang up the cow and just stay at home with her. And the ki- like, it just feels so strange again. In, and, and, and maybe it's a translation issue, but it just mm-hmm. feels very much like a strange path again that is immediately introduced for this character that I have no background for at all mm-hmm. other than she's super powerful. She's like called on in the kingdom to be the magic user to fight a dragon. Mm-hmm. And also just want like a house in, in the country and a couple of dogs and to make like, you know, biscuits in the mo- Like it just, it just clashes fully for me. Yeah. It's also weird in this show that that's like, at least for a bit, she seems to want that with, like, Geralt, because he can't have kids either. Nah! Like, so, I don't know what, like, I mean, that seems to be why she pivots to this other wizard guy, I guess. Um, but, 
Yeah, I don't know. At the end of that, I don't know what that episode, is. At the end of that wizard episode, I just have it like I love how when he freezes the people, the guards, they just straight up freeze like they're playing red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, like, there's someone no... behind the camera just yelled red light, and everyone like <laughs> stopped. Oh, it was very yeah very the, good. There's no like crackly ice sound effect or anything like that. They just like stop. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, there's just so much that I'm like, I think that's all that I have, but like, I just thinking back on it, I'm still just like episode four, just like was so out of order and sync, not out of order, I guess, but like it, it's just, it, I, I am trying to keep up with this show and I feel like I'm really just like falling behind more and more every episode. I think this show's great. I don't disagree that it, well, I know I do. I do disagree. <laughs> but I'm, liking, I, I'm liking it better than Young Hercules. I'm, I'm glad that we're watching this and not more Young Hercules. I do think deep down in my heart, I know this show is garbage. But uh, I liked the one episode. Other did you two, like the episode or not, did you like much. the dragon? I, oh, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> the dragon was very rarely in this episode. Well, I liked him when he was a man, when he was a human man. Okay. A human okay. man. Human man. But the dragon episode's real good. Uh, the Shard of Ice was confusing and messy, and I couldn't really follow it. And Kalempith, the, 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 hedge, the hedgehog man, was, was garbage and terrible, and I hated all of it. It's a weird show. I will give it that. It it is fascinating. If you've but, watched Netflix Witcher and you're itching for more of it, don't watch this because it's not good. No, I would say watch it. It's an interesting exercise. It is interesting to see. And of course, like I know that these are all based on the same source material. But like I mentioned before, it's very clear that the people who made the Netflix Witcher show have seen this show and like are, you know, are aware of it and have taken some some things some some little signals from it yeah i mean i don't know i haven't seen it but i just i i'm uh, i don't it's like and like i understand like when you look at a piece of high fantasy literature like it's always gonna seem a little like tolkien seems weird like uh, but like is the source material just this weird and the show is just kind of like trying to do as good of a job with it? Or is this show just like a truly weird interpretation of this source material? I think the source material is a little bit weird, but it's pretty cohesive. It's uh-huh. It's got some non... Well, it is Polish, so it's got some like elements of mythology that are very specific to Poland. And then this author, like I said, also incorporated some of his like kind of personal interest in like science and stuff in into the into the world building i uh i i quite like the the other witcher media that i have consumed so i can't like it is weird but i kind of like that it's weird you know it's and i just think that this show is not handling it in a cohesive way and this show definitely decided to shove in some other influences and themes without worrying how it would affect the whole like like that samurai shit yeah i said it i said last episode that 
you know, I wasn't sure if that's what they were trying to do, but it really felt like that's what they were trying to do. But there's more samurai armor and katanas and stuff just just shoved in here. And I don't know why. I, I, I'm guessing either the director was a bit of a weeb or they maybe got a really good deal on some fucking samurai props and were like, eh, same thing. Nice. But uh, I think to, probably a little column A, column B, to, because you can have the samurai armor and weaponry without doing straight up anime move fighting styles. Yeah. And they chose to do that. <laughs> and uh, if they had put some people of color in here and had some Asian actors and and some some black people like like the Netflix show like that's rad I don't need an explanation for it just have them here it's a fantasy world I'm all for it oh but I, don't, I don't know if they you know that film this in Poland and it's all white people so it just seems a little strange to also have a whole bunch of Caucasians in like clearly Eastern inspired garb and weaponry uh, Ronnie, I don't know if you're aware of this about the the Netflix Witcher show, but the casting is very diverse in the Netflix Witcher show. They don't That's do any, good. They don't do any of that high fantasy. Their black people weren't invented yet, shit. So mm. it's I, I that's something the show got a lot of praise for, and I think it's deserved. Yeah. And 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 that's not certainly not in like a diversity standpoint, but like this episode five, this Chris the ice shard or whatever it was called, like the whole episode is about. It starts off of like, you know, these elves are coming who think that they're coming to a place where they will be safe and they are immediately not safe. And they're like all holed up in this place and like they're going to try and attack people. So we got to get just gear out of here and like all this stuff. And then f- we just immediately abandon all of that and talk about this love triangle that Geralt's in. And that's like all we're doing. And it's like. You could say something here like like you you are doing all these things where like you don't understand what you're saying. But here's the thing where like you're there. You're saying it. You just you just say it like go there. Like like let's talk about like these people that are getting subjugated. No, we're just going to like talk about a wizard duel basically. Okay, that's fine. Let's make this all very microcosm. (sighs) How funny was that hedgehog armor, though? (laughs) So stupid. It's very stupid. It was very bad. Um, How many episodes are we watching for next week? I I think we should probably watch four, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so next week we're watching uh, The Valley of Flowers, Crossroads, The Temple of Minimidish, and The Lesser Evil. Which, uh, the lesser evil is going to continue, uh, the one storyline from previously seen, which is one whole episode of Netflix, which are, which is really good. I, it, can I just say like, this is, this is very commonplace for y'all. It is wild to me that you are coming into episodes with any pre-existing knowledge <laughs> of what's going to be happening in these episodes. Like I, I come in completely blind and then see what is happening and and get knocked to my feet immediately and i'm like what and i spend the next 20 minutes because again there are 20 minutes of this episode where nothing is either nothing is happening or we're repeating 
exposition about wanting to fuck dragons um, that I had, like, have a chance to catch my breath and be like, okay, okay, now what's happening? What is going on? And y'all are just like, oh, this is that episode of Netflix, or this is that short story from, you know, A Clash of of Witchers. (laughs) None of Geralt being a horse girl and wanting to fuck dragons should be cut but every episode <laughs> should be 25 minutes shorter. Mm-hmm. If every if, episode if should be 25 Geralt, minutes shorter. Geralt does not have, I'm so disappointed, Geralt does not have a deep and abiding love for his horse in, in this, this one. Yeah. It's such a shame. It's a, it, uh, Geralt of Rivia is a horse girl. I don't know if you know this. He loves his horse. He would, he would kill literally anyone. For it, to make his just to, just to make his horse happy. Would he kill a dragon though? There's a real, you know. Probably. Can God but. can God make a rock so big? Um, so we've watched six episodes so far. Uh, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. The whole thing. Is it working for you? Not quite. Sorry. Hey, Andy. Yeah, Ronnie. Six episodes of this show. Is it working for you? So I know I like jokingly said like, yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Uh, This show's very bad. And in a lot of ways, it's it's badly made and in a lot of ways it's badly acted. And in a lot of ways, it's uh, it's got some problematic shit. Yeah, God. But. It is the right kind of bad that it's kind of watchable. So, no, it's not working, but I don't hate that I'm watching it. Like, I'm not dreading watching four episodes this week. Uh I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. We're giving it a soft not working. But it's soft not working. Like, would I recommend this to a friend? Absolutely not. Would I recommend it to a friend who loves The Witcher and would get a fucking kick out of this this nonsense? Probably. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. How much do you love The Witcher? Uh, I'd toss a coin to him. Um, Hold on. No, it's not working. Um, it's uh, again, a very soft, not working because again, I am enjoying this experience of like learning about this world in the least good, like the worst possible way I could learn about this world. <laughs> if you this don't, show. if you don't dislike it after having seen this show, then I'm sure that you'll like the other richer media. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I'm into this world and into, like, this whole schools of witcherdom and stuff like that. It's definitely, like, witcher is something that I absorbed some of through cultural osmosis, but there's clearly so, so much that, like, I have to to dig into. Um, I, I, I don't dislike like the the aesthetic of it again it looks like a show shot in like the mid 90s not in like the mid 2000s and mid aughts um so like if i can put it back in the 90s maybe i feel better about it but like knowing that it wasn't makes like i'm aware of that um poland is 15 years behind everyone sure, apparently <laughs> sure um yeah it's it's not working but like there are like Geralt being like a total himbo 
is working. Like Yaskier, like I do think Yaskier is charming, and I'm about it. The 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 dragon slaying, whittling old man with like tin can armor. I was I was all in for that man. Um, there's there there are enough. It's not even like so bad it's good. It's just like the, there are parts that are so bad it's good, and then there are parts that are like just generally like not encouraging, but just like nice to see. I'm happy that it's there. I just think it's neat. I just think it's neat. I like it. <laughs> All Has right. Just scared play the song yet. What did I admit? I, 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 I granted that I watched this show. Like a week ago, has Yaskir played a song yet? In this, no, yeah. no, he hasn't played a, an actual song. Give the bard a song. Yeah, they do need to have this boy sing a sing a little. Dip, He's just ditty. carrying around this guitar for nothing, just because it looks good and it does. He's you know, I believe it's a lute. Yeah, well, I know it's a lute, but you know, <laughs> being a little facetious. Uh, follow us on Twitter at pending pod. Follow us on Instagram at ending pending. Follow us on Facebook at pending pod. Send us an email pending pod at gmail.com. Follow all the podcasts on the Lunar Light Studio family of podcasts. Uh, like, uh, what you call it? They're back and comradical. They're back and bad romance. They're back for the first time. They're on new Lunar studio. Uh, all good shows, all fun times. Check it all out. Lunarlightstudio.com. Toss them a coin. Toss, toss a, coin a coin to your Lunar Light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to toss a coin to Lunar Light, that's patreon.com slash Lunar Light HQ. Wasn't going with the hard sell this time, but if you're going to, you know. Look, you had you that, you had that gift wrap for you. You had that right there. We have we, we have that gift wrap for four episodes straight. We, we're always going to have that for us now. Uh, I got to listen to that song now. Oh, it's so good. We, should I mean, we all sing not, it? Should we? The lyrics are not even good, but it's just so catchy. I'm not going to sing it. I can't sing. Andy, Andy, you ready? Are we singing? Oh, God, if you're both singing, I have to sing. All right. Are we going to sing? One, two, three. Toss, Toss a, a coin to you which mission Oh, valley of plenty We don't know the words, apparently Oh, boy Toss a coin to your witcher Oh, valley of plenty I feel oh, like y'all God. kind of abandoned me on that. Well, <laughs> your the, voice you, is so so beautiful, Ronnie. You guys were not in sync at all. Like you were not on the same word at the same time. So I just like couldn't I couldn't figure out who I was supposed to be following. Well, then here. you sync with Andy, and then I'll sync it later. It's Can we pull up the, the lyrics at least? I don't know how the song goes. I don't know there's where the like words are. There's like seven words in the song. <laughs> like it's there's, not... there's verses. You guys are singing the refrain. Nobody knows the verses. That's why I'm asking to look up the goddamn words. Oh my god. Oh, I don't, show's over. The whole song? Show's over. I, show's over. Don't show's tell Pawn Shop Lou. Don't tell him. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.